Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yes. I thought I'd start the recording going while I'm organising the mic stand. <laughs> that seems like a sensible order and, in which uh, to do things. Uh, frankly, also while you were doing uh, Grandmaster Flash's white lines in a single Joe uh, acapella version. <laughs> 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 well, I, I to like, that moment. This fucking, this sounds rubbish. It's just me doing songs in a solo acapella stuff. <laughs> right. Uh, where's your mouth at? It's there. Where's your mouth at? Now, where's now, now. your mouth at? Right. Where's your mouse mat? <laughs> where is my mouse mat? You don't have a mouse mat. People um, don't really do that now. I have one at work. I used oh, right. to have a Final Fantasy VII mouse mat. Wow, my pride and joy. Uh, but I don't anymore. Uh, what image was it? I believe it was Cloud. Oh, and Ares. Okay, possibly, maybe someone else like Barrett above, like um, the city whose name I've forgotten. Midgar. Midgar, yes. Okay. And he said Final Fantasy VII. Nice. No Sephiroth walking through the flames at Nibelheim. No, sadly not. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> no <laughs> Cloud trying to impress Don Cornier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how that's gonna how that's gonna play in the new version. In the HD version. Yeah. In the in the remake. I mm. think they'll probably just play it as as much as they did before, not worry about whether it's offensive or not. I I wanna keep that squat squats competition in there, yeah. Well, indeed. The one that if you do well enough the guy gives you a, a nice wig. <laughs> it's a oh, strange section Lord. of the game, isn't it? It is. It's got some good uh, electric piano to well clav to me. Anyway, enough of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's this? This is the Eleven Power Podcast, and we are uh, Chris and Joe. That's Chris. I'm Joe. Awesome. You gave me top billing. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm hoping we might have some people from that other internet community um, um, listening along. If not this week, then soon. Because uh, oh, I, oh, I had a sudden. Oh. I had a sudden burst of... Um, I could promote this in places. Yeah, of, like, pride in my work and, like, yeah, I'm going to, like, actually self-promote. And so I put it in the um, in one of the groups. Yeah. Um, um, the appropriate one, I'll have, you know. Oh, good. For media stuff, you know. Oh. Not the one for people who have cats. <laughs> no, or ones for sharing annoying memes. Is that most of the other forums? Um, it's Great. two of these. There's quite a lot of different subgroups. So, uh, Fair enough. There's about four or five, at least, that I'm regularly active in. So, Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'll hear more of your regular activity <laughs> later on. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll accidentally oh. make... Oh, really need it. <laughs> I'm sure I'll accidentally make some kind of 
uh, incredibly crass reference to it at some point. Because that's what I do! By the way, we will probably swear. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that's out of the way. Yeah, I like to mention it before the first swear, if I can. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, We talk about Doctor Who some more than others. Uh, Welcome. Yeah, Yeah, I don't want to... We're both in quite a... It seems to be the way this season yeah. of the 11 Hour Podcast. Are we fully cash? Yeah. Um, I've got Pepsi. Do you want another Pepsi, by the way? Uh, no, no, I'm all right, all right. Um, for now. Um, it seems to be the way that on Thursday, which is... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thursday's our regular recording day, and it seems mm. that at least one of us is in a kind of um, snoozy mood because we haven't slept well for whatever reason. And uh, Oh, I slept three hours, then stayed awake five hours <laughs> those six and a half hours and then, then had a bit more, more sleep until you arrived yeah so in the point that yesterday when we were trying to work out whose house we were going to do that it's like let's just see who feels worse tomorrow and, <laughs> and like we both went that's a good idea <laughs> yeah let's do that like... point <laughs> um so... I guess it was me but I was too too asleep to fully confirm it um and luckily you just chose that time to travel just, in which is good turned up yeah um I approve yeah, so oh, it's kind of, I guess it's fitting for this week's episode that we're both in a kind of sneezy mood today. You more so, but yeah, well, yeah but I'm, a, I'm a bit fuzzy. For I'm a bit more well-rested, yeah. although my eyes are on fire yeah. when I have a cold coming in, because everyone I've talked to lately also has a cold. Or, yeah, so. I had a cold and then I'm sort of, I feel like I'm about to get Fascinating discourse. <laughs> right. Um, sleep yeah, no more. That was sleep no more. I don't feel like I've watched this enough times yeah. to talk about and it. And I've seen it twice. Mm. Um, I An interesting thing happened with my opinion. Uh, it's not that interesting. Uh, in fact, it's probably not interesting at all. No. So, uh, when I first watched it, I kind of went... This is why I wanted to say that we saw I kind of went, like, what the fuck was that? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes you go, well, that was definitely an episode of Doctor Who. This time I was like, that was really not an episode of Doctor Who. So like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I see. I, just, I didn't. I honestly didn't know what I thought, and then I went and read the um, the 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 comments in the Facebook thread, mm. and a lot of people said they really didn't like it. And I kind of went, "Oh, okay. It's not just that I've missed something. Mm. Like it's okay to not like. You know, I feel it's okay to not like this episode, mm. or not that I would have. You know, taken up. Not that I usually take other people's. No, I get that. Account, but but it is very. Un- it's an unusual one. If I'd have gone on and everyone was fucking raving about it, mm. I would have gone, hmm, I really must have missed something here. Yeah. Um, as it was having people go, I really didn't like it or I didn't know what I thought. I was like, okay, well, now I feel more justified in my opinions. I feel like I can admit to myself things I didn't like. Mm. Um, but then re-watching it, watching it on the second time, I was like, actually, it's not that bad, but I still, I don't really know, I still don't really know what I think. To me, it only has one barrier to my enjoyment which is the notion of the enemies in it yes and their creation which might even be complete balls like by the episode zone of mission yeah so the thing I like that it's done in a completely different style to what we used to it doesn't even have um, opening Mm. titles as um, such no it doesn't at all yeah I mean it has the thing that says Doctor Who 
Oh, uh, did he? At the beginning, yeah, like a bunch of code goes across the screen. Oh. And you can see Clara Oswald in it, but also it highlights Doctor Who in the letters. Oh, I literally never noticed that. Oh, okay, yeah, so that that is your title screen. Ah. Um, Clever. And then you get everything else at the end. So it preserves its own fiction, which I quite... Yeah. People quite have made like. a big fuss about it not having a title sequence, but they've forgotten that Day of the Doctor didn't do that either. It just had some on-screen text while oh, the yeah, yeah. TARDIS was being airlifted to a place for no reason, because yeah. the TARDIS can travel by itself. Yeah. But, um, anyway. So, I and I thought it was interesting. It's, it's, a, it's, it's certainly ambitious to have an episode that doesn't make sense, really, but, like, where the not making sense is kind of part of it as well. Yeah. Um, because the, the the thing I wasn't sure of when it ended is like how much of what we were told was mm. actually true or not. Yeah. And we have no idea. <laughs> or whether he's just sort of, he's encountered these soldiers and the Doctor and Clara and can somehow manipulate that footage to make them do things they didn't do at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to present this tale. Because he says there's no, like, spores. Yeah. Um. Which negates, like, quite a lot of the episode. Yeah. And like, so yeah, it's really weird. There's a few things based on what we're told or based on how it's presented that I didn't really like. Um, it's very confusing on the first watch in places. And even on the second watch, you have to pay mm. attention to work out what's going on. There's that bit where the gravity shields go offline or whatever. Yeah. And um, we, something... We, we really have started on this, haven't we? Something, normally fucking yeah. waffle about for ages. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find some waffling time. In oh, maybe middle. so. Um... But like the gravity shields go off and something happens and I had no idea what happened the first time and you actually couldn't follow what was happening the second time just now. Mm. So I pointed out like uh, Rasmussen appears to be eaten by a yeah a gets, sand thing. He gets absorbaloft. But like it's really not uh, <laughs> mm. it's really not clear to me. Um, and I had to pay special attention, pay close attention. <laughs> I take your brain to another dimension. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and in the original song, that's the way round they go. Yeah. So the prodigy flipped it round. What dicks? I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, it's not the worst thing the prodigy have ever done in a song. I think the worst thing they did was a re- was a line about how much they like Rohypnol. Rohypnol. Yeah. yeah, that's the um, baby's got a temper. Which samples themselves. Yes, it's got a sample of Fast Star. Yeah. Is it that bit? Yeah, one of the original bits of the tune that wasn't sampled from elsewhere as well. Yeah, I've forgotten the guitarist's name. They had a session guitarist who played. It's a, it's a, that's a guitar. That like, it's really is a. It's really piss easy, but like, you need the sounds for it to work. Yeah, yeah, and Liam Howlett producing. Yeah, indeed. And then I guess guess Keith can do some stuff as, on it as well. Mm. <laughs> oh, fucking a row hip and all. Are we agreed that Breathe is probably the best? <laughs> I really like um, Breathe. Prestige chat, yeah. And I like I like I liked it more at the time as well. Previous Fire Start was pretty exciting. Yeah. And there's an instrument. Breathe the one that has that ding 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 ding. Again, fully thrilling for listeners at home. Breathe. What? And there's less, um, there's less Keith Flint in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, anyway, he's got a get out playing my game. Yeah. Inhale, inhale. You're the victim, guy. <laughs> um, well, sort of a maxi, uh, no, what's it? Maxim reality versus some sniffing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, um, <laughs> Not to really, be sniffed at. This is really uh, fascinating stuff, isn't it? 
I'm terribly sorry. Yeah, uh, the Let's Play channel. When we when we get round to it, will be fully oh, thrilling. There might be such a thing soon. Who knows? Mm, there is footage in existence. There some is. older than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some with more of a song. There so, you go. We talked about it on the last episode, and now it's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, let well, that sit with you for a bit. Um, so I said it's very confusing on a first watch. Yeah. It's still kind of confusing when even when you know what's going on. Mm. Um, I think this sometimes works, the, the sort of confusingness of it, while intentional, I think sometimes works against it. Because the first time I was watching it, I was like, oh, they went, they've gone to great pains to establish that this is a, like, I knew this was the found footage episode. Yeah. And I spent a long time going, whose viewpoint is this from? What's going on here? Mm. Like, and I realised there's a point at which it becomes... You start getting Clara's viewpoint. Yeah. But I thought, why have they gone to such pains to establish this and then given us Clara's viewpoint? And I guess, are these cameras on the ship? Hmm. And I was just... One, and, like, it gets answered. But I spent the whole time not really enjoying the episode. Or not fully focusing on the episode the first time because I was too busy trying to work out what the hell was going on with this... Where they were getting all this footage from. Yeah. Like the Clara POV, I spotted like instantly yeah, and yeah. realised that something had happened, but yeah, I didn't yeah. know what that meant. And I found for me that kind of detracted from how much I could just enjoy what was going on with the story because I was too busy. I think what you don't want to do in a fan footage is you, or with I guess anything um, a bit different like this, is you don't want to make you think about. <laughs> the sort of the gimmick it's got going on. Yeah. Uh, you want it, you want to kind of, I suppose the idea of the fan is it's supposed to like draw you in and make it feel more real and I don't want to be thinking about like, you know, the the sort of the, in a meta sense about what's, like, mm. uh, what's going on with this, I guess. <laughs> like, so it might like be better if there were some actual cameras like on the yeah. walls as well just yeah, so just it's not exactly extra on, yeah, yeah. baffling. Because you've um, got to, there's a bit where you've got to see Chopra somehow, but he yeah, hasn't yeah. been in the pod. So they do yeah. that thing where presumably he's got some dust on his gun. That yeah, is, uh, filming things, and you end up with that horrible FPS perspective where yeah, you yeah. can't see off the screen. Um, so I think you're right in saying that the actual nature of the um, enemies is a big minus against the episode, and it, it just inst- and it's fully formed as a theory. It's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, dust, dust from your eye collating, and then. And I thought, how much, where is it, Clayton? And then yeah. eventually it's like, presumably just a bit ends up in the Morpheus pod and then manages to, it's, like, it's engulf really unclear, a, because a you never, in there. you never see the process happening. But, but again... Again, yeah it, yeah. it doesn't make sense. And it, the reason it doesn't make sense is that it doesn't make sense. But, but again, uh, this is the point I'm making. Cause good old school, uh, good old uh, Bat Masterson just put unreliable narrator as yeah, a comment yeah, yeah, in the yeah, thing yeah. and he's bang on that yeah, is exactly yeah. what's going on the trouble is I found that it makes sense when you get to the end and that or you know it's a resolution when you get to the end you're like oh it's an unreliable narrator but it does mean the first time you're watching you spend the whole time going that doesn't that's a really lame explanation of what's going on here. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say lame. It's like, that's, you know, this doesn't make any sense. And then to go, aha, well, I was lying to you the whole time is like, oh, I mean, that retrospectively explains it. But it still means I was kind of confused and a bit angry at how poor the episode was is up it until like this a, point. Uh, like a gadget in Waters of Mars. 
Remember they said they, yeah. they made a point that they wanted to like make a parody of annoying robots. Yeah. But as a result, they ended up with an a annoying robot. robot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like there's a reason why you can't have loads of weird shit happen and then go, ah, oh, it was a dream. It's because it's really unsatisfying. Mm. And it was the same in this. You can't just go have stuff that doesn't make any sense and then go, ah, oh, well, you know, I was kind of manipulating the whole thing. It doesn't. It's not supposed to make sense. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's an easy cop out if you ask me. Mm. I think I've made my opinion clear on this sort of However, thing before. However, that Doctor Who forum, what do you reckon? <sighs> because I reckon they might have actually liked it, but uh, a couple of them really did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's it's dark and moody, and yeah. it is actually. A little impenetrable, yeah. On first viewing and things like that. I mean, and also some... they've they've had full joy in a lot of fans going, "Oh, it's the worst episode of." Yeah, of some Doctor people say Who. it's the most boring episode. They've oh, seen. it's so boring! I can. It's not. It's not any of those things. It's not boring. Although I will say that I felt like it was supposed to be. Like, it should have been scarier than I found Yes, it. I agree. Again, I, I caned all the lights and things. I did a lot of the heavy lifting on that myself. In the yeah, and we, I, watched, I watched it in the dark. I watched it, you know, quite late. Hmm. On Sunday, as it turned out, on the Saturday. And I just didn't get scared by it at all. It might be I've seen a shitload now of very poor found footage things. Yeah, but yeah. at the very least, they could have gone for those jump scares that I hate yeah. don't respect you can just have like a sand guy like straight yeah. in like when side. Chopra turns out and there's turns mm. around and there's just one there yeah um, and then they who, where the, where's that viewpoint coming from I've just thought uh, no sorry it's Deepando that's why uh, it's not Chopra course, yeah, yeah. yeah he turns around and he goes Whoa. that's not that doesn't even make me jump mm. like there's a bit that I felt should have been really scary when he's trying uh, Deep Ando's trying to get into that room and he has to sing the song yeah and there's one coming down yeah, the corridor. Yeah. And it's, it's just not, very slowly. It's just not... That should be like, oh no, I can see it down the corridor. Like That should be scary. Like Come like on. Michael Myers being in the back of yes. the room. And it's just not. Uh, Come on, Justin Malotnikov. Yeah, yeah. Watch some John Carpenter films. Exactly. I think everyone should watch some John Carpenter films. That's true. Um, and again, like I like the, 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 the appearance of Mr. Sandman because I think if you get... Sometimes you Speaking get like a, of Halloween, well, Halloween two, Mister Sandman. I mean, um, yeah, Mister Sandman. So, yeah, yeah. Enter Sandman is the one that uh, is yeah. not uh, that song, obviously. Um, I think sometimes you can get a really, a really interesting. You have like a very happy song, and then you contrast it with horrible, you know. With, of course, and yeah. then it, it, it's a nice effect, um, and that could have worked if they'd have pushed that a bit, a bit more. Um, but yeah, I, I really felt it should have been scarier than... It. Like, it, it was like it was presented like it was terrifying, and everyone described it as scary. Mm. But I didn't actually find it... I found Under the Lake much more scary mm. um, than this one. And this one is, unfortunately, just like a poorer version. In many ways, is is kind of like Under the Lake, but not... I guess that was uh, what Steph said, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Just a crew getting picked off. But like, what else are you going to... I wonder what else you're going to do in, a, in an yeah. enclosed environment yeah, yeah, type yeah, episode yeah, yeah. like that. Uh, Geist is a very old school world building. Yeah, yeah he's got uh, he's got that thing you sci-fi writers love to do. What's the, the great catastrophe or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. or something in the future, or yeah. as Nebulous would have it, the withering. Yes, he said it's played for laughs and yeah. Nebulous. And in the withering, places end up 
like where they shouldn't be. Like Deptford becomes Deptford, the London borough, well, not even a borough, just a little town in London becomes an island somewhere <laughs> off the South Pacific. You see, that's done, and I was, and obviously Mark Gatiss is nebulous. Of, yeah, he of, is. Of, yes, he doesn't uh, write those, but um, no. Graham Duff. Who is also in it. He, yeah, he should write some Doctor Who. I reckon he could pull out a real good series. I reckon he Doctor could. Who. He's but, got um, ideas. You pointed out that India and Japan coming together is quite the... Uh, That's quite the uh, tectonic leap. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. So, But I do love yeah. the world that we ended up with. We ended yeah. up with sort of um, Indo-Japanese names like yeah. Haruka Deep Ando. Which yeah. is great. I'll tell you what I didn't like. Mm. It... And it's always slightly niggle... Whenever it happens in the episode and where someone goes, may the gods look favourably on you, mm. I didn't like that. Oh, see, I thought it was see, slightly interesting of because they've, mer- they've essentially merged the cultures. Yeah, but one, I felt like it's just someone going, oh, that's the kind of things that people from there say. May the gods look favourably upon you. Yeah. It's like, may the force be with you. It's like, yeah. Maybe but it doesn't like, actually mean that by that point. Yeah, okay. but uh, it's one of those things that it's like, you wouldn't put a phrase like that if you had like a mix of two white cultures, because well, you you wouldn't go, oh, what's a thing that French people kind of say and German people kind of say? Could we could, but no, you wouldn't do that because like mm. you kind of okay. view that culture as more full than just like sort of you have maybe a more mm. in depth appreciation right. of what their culture is like. All right, I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah. So that's why whenever it happened, it kind of just struck me as like a lazy. A, li- a bit more lazy bit of world being. I think like the fact that the combined names is a bet is you know is is an inter- is a is a sub- more subtle way of mm. getting the same point across. And rather some than just good, a, yeah, yeah, some good casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well, um, there's the grunt. There's Bethany Black. From yeah, there. yeah. Uh, she's mostly a comedian. She's been doing some appearances. She's in Cucumber. Oh yes, yes, Russell yes, T. Yes, Davis yeah. one, but also more completely in the because that was weird. That was three series. There was Cucumber. There was Banana, which was like a Skins style spin off. Yeah, set at the same time with which some is, of the same characters. Bit, I couldn't quite work out what the different. Yeah, yeah. And it was those are those are half hour episodes that yeah. don't advance the plot of Cucumber. It's yeah, as simple yeah. as that. But yeah, yeah, and her episode of that is brilliant, and it's got a real terrifying sequence of. Um, uh, like an old boyfriend of hers releases a like a a, a naughty video or something yeah, like, or yeah. some photographs of that on Facebook and there's, there's her trying to sort of shut it down and then yeah, other yeah. people sharing it all over the place and it's just told on screen with mounting panic and it's really good that does sound good yeah um, and yeah she shows up in Cucumber towards the end Cucumber's well worth a watch yeah and uh, Tofu was weird it was just, just a documentary a series, yeah. yeah it was a documentary series about the like mostly the people in it and their their sort of sexual history wasn't it about like, like wasn't there some like Vox Pops and stuff in yeah. It? So, yeah, yeah it was weird yeah but there you go there you go and that was directed by I keep thinking it's uh, ben, what's his face of uh, the writer's tale? Oh. Shit, what's his name? I Cook. Yeah, think of, with, a, with a similar surname, I should have uh, yeah. remembered that. Anyway, miles away. Yeah, playing this sort of uh, grunt figure. Yeah, again, it's an idea that's not developed much, but mm. I like the sort of like the yeah, doctor never really tells them off for it or anything like that. Yeah, it's kind of ingrained at yeah, this point, yeah, yeah. I guess. You know. Yeah. Um, he's more angry about about Morpheus. I get that. Um, right, so the whole idea that Mark Gatiss was 
he realised that more and more now people are more connected to their offices and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. That you know people are losing leisure time because work just kind yeah, of yeah. In, fucking invades. Yeah, yeah. Their off time, people can receive emails and things like that. Yeah, like even when I, you know, I worked for companies, but I was doing product testing in the evenings. Yeah. And doing stuff what like I like, that. one thing I really like about my current job. Yeah. I'm not going to drop any more hints about what it might be. All right. That's your job, apparently, is that I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I basically never have to take anything home in the evenings. Like, it's like... Aren't there some things you might want to take home in the evening? Yeah, not in a work sense, though. Gotcha. Um, I'm talking about leaders. No, I'm not talking about leaders. <laughs> I don't take those home in the evening. <laughs> You're just letting me... I'm going to remain silent while well, you carry on talking. You no, were, no, you were like, midway through a story. Why like, would I interrupt you? <laughs> you get it's like you get to five thirty, and then it's like that's it. Those are your hours going <laughs> home, and you know, don't yeah. do any more work because it's like I'm not. The boss takes a very good like. It's like I'm not going to pay you overtime unless it's agreed beforehand. So there's no benefit, you know. So it's like when you get to the end of the day, you go home, right? Yeah, which is great and kind of rare. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is more of a sort of maybe an office job thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, definitely. And I guess maybe if you're a heavy Doctor Who writer, you're yeah. probably getting emails about rewrites a lot. Yeah, of course. And like some jobs, I can. I, I feel like some jobs that's absolutely necessary. I feel mm. like it's not necessary for all jobs. <laughs> no, like if you're a mechanic. Yeah, yeah. It's no, like you pull a Range Rover yeah. into your living room so yeah, you can yeah, carry yeah. on working on it <laughs> of an evening. I feel like you know. Even all office jobs is like, well, does it really matter if you don't? Anyway, that's not that's not the point here. But I think it's a good idea, and I like the idea of people not being able to sleep and that causing something bad happening. Yeah. What it causes in this is kind of stupid. Is the problem? <laughs> if it had just been people had gone crazy, maybe yeah. a bit too dark for doctors, but it turned yeah. into. And um, I mean, the notion of uh, not sleeping is uh, going. Weird is not a, yeah, yeah. not a new one by any no. means. No, um, but I think it could have been an interesting take on it. Um, but yeah, the idea of like I don't know your sleep dust becoming sentient and consuming yeah. you. Um, but like, are you like know. me now? Whenever you reach that point, you go, "Oh shit, we can't really complain about it because that's not what happened." Yeah, uh, I mean, there were clearly these creatures. Yeah, that came but, from somewhere somehow. Mm. Um, also, they're dusty, which is... I don't know about you, but the the actual... Although we call it sleep dust, or peak, if you're yeah. Scottish. Uh-huh. Um, that's a word I've learned from Nikki's family. I see. Um, it's not actually dusty. No, it's, it's like It's sticky. Yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah so it should be shut the door and, things. You... When you shut the door on its arm, it shouldn't just go... Pfft. Yeah, that'd be much more disgusting. If yeah. Yeah. You see, uh, when that happens, I think... I, I thought, well, in the second time, that... The concept of enemy of like creatures made of dust is quite interesting because they can get mm. anywhere. Yeah, like it's like keeping away from them. Is, well, the old um, speaking of Sandman, the old uh, Spider-Man. Sandman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his that's his deal. Yeah, Flint Marco, and yeah. you could adjust how dense or loose his yeah. sand bits were. So he isn't his like, whole deal that isn't he like near a nuclear bomb and he gets fused with the sand or something? Um, the thing is, that's what happens in Spider-Man Three. And, like, like a lot of Marvel characters, some kind of nuclear explosion is probably related to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And 
so he can loosen himself up or he can like form his molecules into like a super yeah, tight yeah. concrete hammer hand it'd be nice if we got a better outing in a film. I, I understand the problem with Superman f- uh, Spider-Man 3 not that I've seen it is yeah that what are the problems with Superman 3 oh wow Superman 3. Oh, by the Pryor. way, I, I can make you see uh, Spider-Man 3. Oh, I'm sure you can. I understand there's too many villains in there. Uh, I was going to say there are two, but actually that's inaccurate. There's there at least one more. Yeah, there's three. <laughs> Sandman is one of them, and I know who one of the other ones is, and I'm, I could probably work out the third one if I... Fair enough. It's. Uh, Do you want to? No. Oh, right, I'm just yeah. trying to think of lesser-known Spider-Man villains, and I can picture them, but I can't always remember Madam them. Madam Web. Wow. I don't, think, I don't even think she's a villain. I'm there's, the so ele- there's the electric dude. Shocker. Yeah. Or Electro. Electro, I there's, think. There's two. There's two different kinds of goblin, obviously. <laughs> oh, the, hob- oh, the green goblin and the hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Yeah. Yeah. hobgoblin. Yeah. Hobgoblin. <laughs> <laughs> the zapper cast is back. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I didn't dislike this episode. Uh, on a rewatch, I actually think I like it. And I think the more I see it, the more I'll like it. I... But on my first viewing, I was very perplexed. And I'm not going to harshly judge anyone who didn't like it or... No, I think... ...or anything like that, because I think those are valid criticisms. I didn't... I would say I probably didn't like it on a first watch. I'm not sure now. The thing is, I like what it's trying to do. I just think there's a lot of... I don't like the idea of purposely confusing... I don't think it necessarily worked this time. Mm. Just going, ah, well, doesn't really make sense, but it doesn't matter at the end because none of it happens. Like a lot of found footage horror, like you you wanted to like what it did more than you liked what it did. Uh, Like Unfriended. I haven't seen Unfriended. I know of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not technically a found footage. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's a modern horror. Yeah. Um. There's another big problem. I'm I the have, one doing it? all the noisy fidgeting this time yeah. in my chair. Well, I'm on quite a, a quite a, you know quiet sofa. It's through. a lovely sofa. Oh, it's so good. Thank you. Um, sofa, so good. <laughs> hey. I also think that the resolution of the the camera issue is really unsa- is really unsatisfying and make and just really makes no sense. Well, I know <laughs> that initially you were like. Unsure about him going. I've hijacked. Uh, I've hacked into your helmet cams. You're like, why? But like, we learned later, he's picked up a wireless signal, yeah, from, like inside the place that all of these memories are being collated. And then he realizes there aren't cameras. Yeah, there are just clumps of dust. And then in the same scene, like as he's leaving, delivers like a portentous line to, to one of these cameras that isn't. So I'm like, is every camera shot that isn't one of the people? Someone's I. Yeah, just um, some well-placed dust. Just one speck of dust that mm. is still in a way that dust generally isn't. <laughs> oh, unless it's slightly sticky booger dust. Yeah. Which um, this one can turn out not to be. But he says that like, it's, it's like it's every flake of dust Just because of Mr. Cabin. Sandman, we've yeah. ended up with sand rather yeah. than dust. Yeah, It's yeah. weird. Well, he says that like it They're could be same any flake of dust, but I'm like, does that mean that every single flake... It's not... It's like, how, where is this footage coming from? Like, are you saying that these bits of dust, like a tiny little sticky bit, has somehow got, like, vision? Mm. And it's a vision that you can somehow hijack, or that you can hack into, or that it's broadcasting somehow? Because I just really, I cannot see how that makes any sense. Like, yeah, but like, what a lens is made of, eh? <laughs> Sand, innit, eh? <laughs> see, you're wrong. I feel like if the Doctor, or if someone can hack into 
um, these bits of dust. The Doctor should theoretically be able to hack into the visual cortex of any person he encounters and if, therefore see what anyone is looking at if, at any time. If, if they're broadcasting it wirelessly, then yes. sure. Which is what's going on here. How, how is the dust broadcasting wirelessly? Because it's clever stuff. Remember that it goes in electric bursts of thing. Yeah. I'm doing my best, man. Yeah, I, no, no. Like, I don't want to really, just... Keep... Like, it's not your job to try no. and find a way that it makes sense. I'm just, Indeed. It just and really frustrates me how little this ep- sense it The thing makes. is, this episode has, got, has had a bit of a kicking from yeah. certain places that... While it, I, I wanted to like it more than I did, yeah, and yeah. I, but I didn't hate it, I do feel it's been maybe unnecessarily <laughs> Yeah, when people are like, oh, it's one of the worst episodes of New Who I've seen, I'm like, that is really strong. Like, yeah. There are many episodes. There is some fucking, there's some contenders there. I would, there are some episodes that I was like, I would watch Sleep No More ten times before I watched some of some episodes again. Yeah, yeah. should we land on one? <laughs> I've re- I've watched Let's Kill Hitler again and yeah. I've got through that. Yeah, I probably wouldn't watch Love and Monsters again if I had Even, the choice, which I always do. <laughs> you're always left with that blowjob paving stone game, yeah, at the yeah. end, which doesn't appeal to anyone. No, um, there's probably ones that I've just forgotten about because they're so bo- they were so boring. You know, Night Terrors. No, I don't like Terrors. That's cool. I was just arriving at random. Um, I, I would not watch um, the the ones about the clones again. Uh the, the gangers. The thing is, I think um, part one, I'd go the almost the almost people, people and would... flesh and something. Yeah, I th- <laughs> I've forgotten. And the flesh and stone is weeping angels. Yeah, come on, Chris, you can do this. The rebel flesh. The rebel flesh. Doctor Who podcasters <laughs> unite! Punch my fist. Bong. Fuck, that was solid. Sorry, <laughs> big fists. Yeah. That could be a problem. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Um <laughs> If you were to ever punch me in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God knows I've earned it. <laughs> I'm more like I should probably punch myself in the face for saying so much stupid stuff. Um Um Hang I on. would prob I feel like don't do that. <laughs> I just thought where I know that it wasn't a good idea. I feel like if I watched Rebel Flesh I punch myself in the face everyone, or most people again. I really hurt my <laughs> jaw. Oh <laughs> no 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 no! I really don't deserve any sympathy for that. It's like no, you, you punched you yourself in the yourself. face, <laughs> yeah. and what that's think what really hurts. <laughs> um, that's what's really hurt. You punched your space. No, no. You punched your space. I meant to say face, but yeah. uh, I kind of yeah. Well, you're shooing up my sofa, guy. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> shooing McPhee. Um. I was going to say, I'd probably, if I rewatched Rebel Flesh, almost people, I'd probably watch part one and go, why did I hate this so much? And I'd watch part two and go, boo! I know, the still Missy Elliott head and things like that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Never mind. Uh, I'm more tempted than usual to crack into the feedback. Yeah, you know. it might help us. Um, How does that sound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can balance this on my knee and we can... I feel like there were other bits I like, like little jokes, like it's the Silurians all over again. That, that was good. Um, pardon me. Um, I kn- I'm sure there was another like classic reference. Oh, there's the um, when I say run, run. Oh, that was good. Yeah. And like, there were a couple of... Um, good time filling, by the way, while I uh, wrestled yeah, my thing. Yeah. I like, I'm sure there were other bits that I thought, oh, this looks quite good. The bit is really scary at the end when um, um, Gagan Rasmussen is talking to the camera and then he yeah. looks at his eye and then there's just a big hollow. And it's and that's scary and then it goes too far. <laughs> yeah, both with the 
Yeah. It's like the more they do that, the less effective the effect, the um, the actual um, effect is. Because really. he does it, and then that's that's good. And then he says, uh, "If excuse me, you've got something in your eye." And, and I think there's a bit even after that, and it's like yeah, yeah. the longer you do this, the less effective it is. <laughs> By the way, Shearsmith, really good. Yeah, yeah, really good. I don't know if you've watched much Inside Number Nine. I haven't no. lately. Um, yeah, it's him and Pemberton. They are they're both excellent in it. Oh. There's um I was gonna the weirdly the the one I was gonna reference actually they're not in very much but, oh, okay. um, but There's one you've told me that I need to watch. Twelve Days of Christine yeah. with um Sheridan Smith. Yeah. What the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, I was here? wondering what the hell um, is going my, on. Um my my thing is making some noises. That's uh that's better. Yeah. Um, that was <laughs> that was an ASMR video that was still uh, playing in a, in a thing. That was like I do wonder if that my, was some lathering sounds. Uh, I do wonder if my video that I made will have any ASMR crossover stuff. I think maybe. Imagine maybe me you, talking now, but a little bit slower and more deliberate. Like maybe if you tapped the. Mm. I was like, okay. control. I'd, do, I'd say that as someone hasn't got fingernails, I'd need to put on like those finger picking yeah. guitar picks to really. It's like, what, what's happening now is I'm. Um, this is not going to work because no. we're going to have music blaring no, in the yeah. background. Um, <laughs> anyway, break to the finger. Yeah, that, that bit at the end does remind me of. I think it's in Flesh and Stone where Amy um, is possibly turning into a. Mm. Or she thinks she is, and she rubs at her eye, oh, and, and like a little yeah. dust comes out, and it's quite an effective little, yes, little bit. Yeah, it's much more effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of just go, oh, you get that kind of slight body horror thing mm. from it, and like, oh, imagine if a load of dust came out of your eye. That'd yeah. suck. But um, I was just thinking, kids at home, like they—they've already had a, a weird, confusing adventure, and yeah. then right at the end, some guy rubs his face, and half of it falls off. <laughs> I was like, sure to sort of all your family. dusty hole. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Whilst also telling you that, like, sleep grit in your eye might yeah. make you into a big monster, and you and it's going to happen because you've yeah. looked at a thing. God, that's scary. I feel like Big Dusty Hole is like a fake dive, like country and western dive bar from something. I think a it's a... Big Dusty Hole. It's an unsuccessful Deep Blue Something tribute band. <laughs> um, right, we are all voice emails apart from one e-mail. Yeah, I thought we weren't... We're telling people not to call them e uh, Yeah, you're right. Please Some, don't. <laughs> um, well, there you go. Oh, okay. They said e-mail anyway. Gatus hath murdered sleep, yes. says the very literary feeling Brandon, apparently. Brandon Shakespeare. Yes. So this episode is what? A fan footage mashup of Aliens and the Thing? Uh, uh, I mean, so. it's aliens I I guess. There's, I was going to say there's paranoia, but actually there's not much paranoia, no, no. because everyone knows who is what. Well, while I like those movies, I didn't like this story. The fan footage nature of the cinematography was annoying. You can't just run around with a shoulder cam and have compelling images. Hmm. I didn't see the point in the 474 character. Usually someone like that shows up to illustrate a point. If there was a point, I missed it. I also said to you, and it felt a bit cruel, that like the actual flames that 474 mm. and Chopper have to go over, yeah. 
I feel like had they done that in the 70s, they could have done, like, a huge wall of flame and had Tom Baker just stroll through it because <laughs> people didn't give a shit about health yeah, and safety. Yeah, and you end. may recall in yeah. the brain of Morbius yeah, yeah. where they're setting fire to him and he's got that big fucking scarf. And, and he's like, like oh, yeah. It's terrifying. Um, but yeah... yeah it, like Sephiroth walking through the flames yeah, yeah. in Nibelheim. But, like, that really looks like um, a fire that you could... Uh, jump you could if you had a little bit of run up you could jump through and be okay probably mm. um, and I'm not sure what causes Force 74 to have like life threatening injuries no, well, Rasmussen tells you that there are bits missing yeah yeah um, uh, as for Force 74 I think she's just part of a, a, build, a the building of a world yeah, rather yeah. than any kind of judgement call it's just a thing that exists and that people are used to and uh, Brandon continues there was a good idea of the crusty stuff in your eyes evolving, but I just felt it wasn't built on well. I think this episode did one job really well, though. It made me appreciate the rest of the series a lot more. Oof. Looking forward to next week, by authority and permission of the superiors. Nice. Um, I'm going to mention it now, because there was... I remember I looked at the end credits. Yeah. Because uh, the music... What there is of it is really good. Yeah. Really effective, very yeah, yeah. low-key, very un- very unlike what we're used to. There's a bit just before they first meet Rasmussen where it's just a... Yeah. Two-note thing that's really... It made you want to do cannonballs. <laughs> 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 um, but the, that Doctor Who forum and, like, Digital Spy are convinced... Digital Spy. Uh, are convinced it's by it's wasn't by Murray Gold at all. Yeah. But for the for literally the first time since two thousand five. Yeah. But by a guy called Dave Foster. That Murray Gold's credited at the end. And Dave Foster is a kind of um, music coordinator type yeah, guy yeah. who's worked on a lot of episodes. So I, I where the when I searched for Sleep No More and Dave Foster, all I found was. His IMDb page, where he's got that listed mm-hmm. alongside a lot of other Doctor Who episodes and other stuff he's done, yeah, like including Prometheus and things like that, and Digital Spy and that Doctor Who forum, yeah. which, by the way, is a way of finding it. There you go. <laughs> For people who want to know. <laughs> yeah. that. Um, <laughs> there's a bit I edited out of an episode when I realised I'd actually told people how they could find out my home address. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Took that out again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but never mind. I know how to find your home address. Yeah. I'm here right now. Like, yes. Clearly I can find it. <laughs> you can do that. Um, so there you go. So whether it is Dave Foster, but they just had Murray Gold credited at the end. In a kind of Hans Zimmer style. In a kind said. of Hans Zimmer style. <laughs> or because they just didn't change any of those other things. But like, yeah. the... the they must be changing those things all the time for different people. So. Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting it. Do you remember when I found out that Hans Zimmer is in the video for Video Kill the Radio Star? Yeah. And he actually looks quite hot in it. Like, yeah, <laughs> he, he looks quite good. He's <laughs> young and German and hot, isn't he? Doesn't he play on the track as well, or is he just... I think weirdly I can't remember I think he might do... The thing is, like, that band don't need Hans Zimmer no, to play no, keyboards. No, clearly. You know, because they've got Jeff Downs. Yeah. Um, like Trevor Horn going, oh, we need to get someone in to play bass. So I was like, no. But yeah. then why would you have an actual keyboard player just miming keyboard in your video? Yeah. Someone you, who wasn't anyone... I feel like there's some kind of thing like he was just around. Mm. He just happened to be around and so he was in the video or something. Um, beyond that, I know he wrote the theme tune to Going for Gold. Oh, right. The uh, daytime quiz show hosted by Henry Kelly. 
Interesting. It was a, it was weird sort of pan-European thing. It had contestants from all over Europe, but like competing in English. Like it was well stacked in the English flavour. <laughs> To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do it. And this week we're going to do it in Dutch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wasn't like that. Yeah. Because I imagine English contestants wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't have so many. No, uh, no. Uh, and the same tune had words. And it was... <laughs> oh, they're all fighting out of my head. Go for it. The time is right. Time for you to do something. Going for, going for... Gold! Hans Zimmer, everyone. Um, as sung by Alan Partridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't know. Partridge would have known all the words, I yeah, reckon. Yeah. He's, he's very good on the details. Yeah, that's true. So, anyway, enough of that. Uh, yeah, Hans yeah. Zimmer also wrote the music to Paper House, a good film, and that's a fully synth score, so I completely believe that that is all him. Right. And that's good. Right. I didn't check the length of any of these. Now we've got we've got some names we haven't heard of for a while. Yeah, yeah. Voicemail ones. This is Samuel Kill the Moon. Yeah. Oh yeah. He says, "P.S. I forgot to mention in the voicemail. I kind of expected the Doctor to wake up in one of the Morpheus pods and the whole thing to have been a dream. He kept saying none of it made sense. Dreams often don't make sense. My dreams don't." perfect sense Do like they? when I was cast in the in a Harry Potter play yes I can't remember if this has been on the podcast before no, but I'm, I'm sure happy it has. for it to <laughs> go on then so I did this was actually last year no sorry it was earlier this year it was beginning of June I was in um, Porto for a music festival mm. I had one night in a hostel uh, before I went to an apartment with uh, my friend who was coming the next day and for that one night in the hostel I had mm. just a crazy dream where I happened to turn up to this Harry Potter, this like, you know, many, very, very expensive new Harry Potter film that was also being broadcast live on it, TV. It was, it was a musical, wasn't it? Or was that a yeah, play? Yeah, it was. You were the was, lead of. Yeah, I didn't know that until I turned up, and then it turned out I was Harry Potter. <laughs> but you didn't know any of the script or I kind, I somehow managed to wing it. Like, I kind of knew what was going on, except that I hadn't dressed, so I was wearing my T-shirt, which was the T-shirt for the Canadian band Holy Fuck. Yeah. And I realised halfway through when I accidentally dropped an F-bomb as well. I was <laughs> like, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't be wearing this. And then I got the night bus home, and everyone was talking about how shit that Harry Potter musical was. <laughs> and I was just hiding in the corner, like, "Oh god, I hope they don't recognise me." <laughs> but that fucking Harry Potter was rubbish. <laughs> he didn't know any of his lines. <laughs> and then, of course, they announced that there's going to be a, a yeah. Harry Potter play. <laughs> oh shit! It's like, oh no, <laughs> avoid Central London for yeah. a bit. <laughs> I'm not just going to turn up and then have them go, oh, Joe, you're on stage now. <laughs> fuck I am. I don't know. Everything happens for a reason, <laughs> Joe. No, it doesn't. Sorry, my speaker turned itself off. through Inaction. World inaction, that's correct. I am curious to see whether Clara is going to turn into a, a Sandman at some point. <laughs> that can be a good exit strategy. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, by the way... Yeah. <laughs> Um, Are you done something different with your hair, Clara? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> that was a hell of a sound, though. <laughs> Ow. I won't do that again. <laughs> I can't do that again. Indeed. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, a, that's, one of my, that's my favourite line from The Wraith. Yeah. It's really silly. <laughs> 
Oh dear. Right, Samuel Moon, come on, talk us some Moon. This is Sam, and I'm sending in my first voice email because this week's episode of Doctor Who, I'm just not sure what the hell happened. Sorry, I realized I had no idea that it was going to be found footage until you guys talked about it last week in the spoiler curtain. But I was super confused. That's why we have the curtain. By just the ending. It felt like in a season full of two parters. This kind of needed to be a two-parter I don't because think. <laughs> the ending just happens. Like up until the ending, I was on board. I was like, okay, I want to see where this ha- goes, see what happens, and then it just they jump in the TARDIS and whoop 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 away, and then it ends. And I'm not again. I'm just kind of at a loss for words because I'm like so confused as mm. to. Did did they not realize their time limit? Did they not, you know, did they get to the point where like, oh wow, we're out of time? Um, yeah, we're gonna have to cut out this last fifteen minutes here. <laughs> it feels like it, that's what it needed. It needed to be maybe not a two parter, but just like an extended episode. You know, an extra fifteen minutes onto the episode to wrap things up. And I don't know. Maybe this is going to build to something later on with the signal going out? I suspect not. (laughs) I'm not sure. Um, One thing I do want to talk about is last week you had a fan theory uh, in one of the emails, I believe, that Uh, Clara was dead and the Doctor was actually going back in time to have adventures with her. I'm going to talk about that, but later on... In this episode, for a brief moment, I kind of bought into that because I actually thought for a minute that Clara was actually a robot. Because when they started going to her POV, I found that very odd. Uh, You know, uh, the soldiers all had, whether they wanted to say it or not, they had friggin' cameras on their helmets. Uh You could see. And Clara did not. So I'm like, oh, maybe she's a robot. Maybe she is dead, or she's just left the doctor. And he decided, you know what? I need a Clara. Oh, I'll just get a Clara robot. He done chameleon Uh, out. Of course, that turned out not to be true. Um, as far as Clara leaving the show, we know Jenna Coleman's leaving. What? I was wondering, like, what do you <laughs> guys think about replacements? Moffat's Me. already said he hasn't cast a replacement yet. He hasn't cast a new companion. I was thinking, what about a season or a series without a companion? Where the Doctor just goes on missions, you know, adventures, and, you know, every episode's basically a new companion. Or a parrot, or I mean, a we talking We kind of have that with Tenant's... Uh, year yeah, year special. I was about but to bring that up. I think it would be kind of interesting. Um, or you know, if Maisie Williams came on full time, yeah, I'd be on board. The for show's that. budget would double. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Uh, really like the show, guys. Keep it up. And that is all for now. See you later. Thank, Thank you, Sam. I, I can't still, remember Sam was. He's not sending the voice well. No, he said that was as he as he was sending an email. I can't remember. I, I'm actually unsure of that as well. Well, if, hang on a if second, a I, I've certainly seen him in the uh, Facebook group there. Okay, well, it was, it was always nice to hear from someone for the first time. Um, uh, yes, actually, he first contacted us during Let's Kill Hitler. Oh, okay. Well, it's nice to hear from someone we haven't heard from in a while. Yeah, and um, that is a while. That is some time the, ago. He's yeah. got the kind of Twitter handle that makes me think he wouldn't mind me reading it out. That's at Type Forty Blog. Ah. That's 4-0, rather than the word 40. 
Type 40 blog. That suggests to me it's a Doctor Who blog. Mm. Um, TARDIS. The Doctor's TARDIS being a Type 40 TARDIS, if I recall correctly. Mm. So that's it. Let's kill Hitler and then that voicemail. Okay, well. Four years in between. <laughs> Good to hear from you again, you again, Sam. It reminded me that, um, the, 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 you know, we've talked about that comic that's everything I remembered from last night's Doctor Who. Yeah. The one for this was very good. I think he started, the, the whoever draws it has started playing around with the format. Uh, Nigel Achterlone. <laughs> he, he currently does um, Dennis the Menace in the oh, Beano. Right. That's who he is. But, um... They, have I talked about the various Dennis the Menaces on this podcast? Yes, you have. Right, the, the English good. one and the American one. Which English one. Amazing. Sorry. <laughs> the Scottish. Scottish one. Yeah. Slash British one. It belongs to us all, I'm sure. Yeah, and the American one, which are amazingly developed at the same time, completely mm. uh, coincidentally. Like, as far as I know. One way or another, they came out within five days of each other. Yeah, yeah. In different countries at a time when you couldn't just, like, say, hey, look at this. Yeah. Um... So that's a pretty big coincidence. I was going to say that, yeah, yeah. So the the cartoon of this, for this one, was just um, the Doctor and Clara using the ability <laughs> to not sleep in order to watch a load of like critically acclaimed TV programs. Yeah, from beginning to end. The Wire, I believe, Breaking Bad, and Game of Thrones will get mentioned. Um, True Detective, True Detective, season, that too. season two. Yeah, which well, that's quite short. That's all right. Yeah, and the Sandman joins in for that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think they're talking about the dead guy from the start. I found the episode, first episode of that super confusing. I keep meaning yeah. to go back to it because a lot of people didn't like it. And a lot of people really liked season one, which I thought was okay and then a bit disappointing at the end. I haven't so, seen it. I have a feeling it I might me, not be as good as I the might end. really like season two. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm an awkward bastard. Yeah. But anyway, was there anything else you wanted to mention from the voice of Matt? Uh, the Clara, Clara thing uh, and companions... Without saying too much, um, there'll be some chat about that in the indie spoiler curtain bit, I think, for the next time trailer. All right. You mentioned, this won't make more sense to much, many people, you mentioned a talking cabbage and a parrot. Yes, I did. Feel free to explain that. So, um, I think Tom Baker, certainly towards the end of his his time as the Dodger, he got quite... um, He just got sort of super bored. (laughs) <laughs> Superboard, uh, yeah, and I think it does harm the last sort of series he does, certainly, mm. uh, where I don't think he's um, taking it all that seriously. Mm. Um, but I think he gets a bit... Maybe it's an ego thing as well, that he feels he's the one who can, he can carry it on his own. So he has an adventure mm. um, that wasn't planned as such, but he has a story that's got that has no companion called The Deadly Assassin, yep, which, which is, is very good. It's very good. I, I just think the Doctor has to talk to himself quite a lot. Yeah, and it's held up as an example of why he kind of needs a companion with him, because he just really gets into scrapes otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's also, it was an episode that was quite um, disliked by Mary Whitehouse for not entirely bad, you know, for some reason. Not invalid reasons. Yeah, yeah, because it's got a very um, nasty cliffhanger in it. Yeah, the drowning Um, cliffhanger. Yes, um, but I think Tom Baker, uh, I think he suggested that he could, yeah, get by without a companion. Um, and and he said you need something to talk to. And, and then he suggested a parrot or a talking cabbage, if I recall, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. as options. I, I, can't remember, I can't remember how serious he was about the talking cabbage. The problem is he was never serious about anything. Yeah. And apparently even when he quit the show, it wasn't really that he wanted to go. He used to use it as a bargaining tactic. Yeah. 
and then JNT came in and he just went like that's it I'm leaving and I went alright yeah, yeah. and he was kind of shell shocked it was like oh because um... he'd been on it like fucking eight years by yeah, that yeah. point which is a ludicrous amount of time now you come to think of it yeah I think judging by how it, you know his like there's still good stuff towards the end but like yeah, yeah. yeah I think it is getting a, it gets a little bit kind of stale or not stale it just yeah he doesn't quite care about it enough anymore I think um, but yeah it's good to have fresh blood uh, basically that is true sorry I'm slightly burpy I, I, I don't know if, I don't have any companion thoughts at the moment um, um I don't think no companion is a good thing because yeah you just end up with a de facto companion each yeah. week that has to have and things explained to them I, I, I hate to, to I don't know if this should be uh, should inform one's opinion but I didn't I wasn't super keen on the year of specials no uh, I know and there are there are other ways you can do yeah, yeah. similar things I mean it could work but I think I think the format is established yeah enough I think maybe if they'd I'm trying to think of a a comparative example, like if David Hasselhoff decided not to sign on for another season of Knight Rider. Yeah. They went, Well how about we reprogram the car to just operate by itself? It's like, no, you kinda need the person in the car <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that's not ideal. Well no, but the, or he just like different people yeah. get get hooked <laughs> up in adventures yeah, 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 and yeah. That might be a bit weird. That would it's be like, kind of weird. It's like Kit, you have Kit to just goes, I'm going to walk the earth, Michael. <laughs> goes off on a mystic quest to, to find spend, himself. You'd have to spend a lot of um, time each episode trying to work out why this a new person is going to get into the car this week. It got lost. I tried to do my kit noise. It was uh, like... Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't free, work. It's free. It's all right. Yeah. It's very quiet, though. Yeah. Absolutely just went... You know what I realized? I had an odd realization in this episode, mm. and that is, I don't mind the psychic paper anymore. Uh, yeah, I think it's been it's been established long enough. I mean, yeah, I I think what it does do, and this is, I think, how it really should be is how it it shouldn't be used any more than this. Like, mm. it shouldn't be used to be a fucking oyster card. Oh God! Um, but like. It's very good for like just going. Okay, we need to get have these people trust the doctor. We don't want to spend a lot of time yeah. trying to explain this. Have the doctor just put this? Uh, have whip out a psychic paper. Then they'll kind of start trusting him. The old, it, just, yeah. it just takes a lot of the work out of setting up the episode. The old school version used to involve putting the doctor and his companions in a cell for yeah. three episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they eventually get out. <laughs> yeah, they can't really do that anymore. No. So there you go. It just yeah, it takes some of the work out of uh, the setup, as I say. So. As shortcuts go, uh, it's Kirsten now talking about sleep no more. My speaker's turned off again. We we are waffling a lot between beers. Well, you complained about no waffling. Early. No, it's fine. I love waffles. Yeah, bird's eye potato waffles in particular. They so are waffly. <laughs> no, that's Finder's crispy pancake. <laughs> we had turkey Finder's crispy pancake. <laughs> yeah. That was Christmas dinner. Oh, <laughs> I'm always doing this in reverse yeah, order. It's yeah. like, oh, Finder's crispy pancakes. Brilliant, I love these. They're so, like, disgusting, you know. <laughs> there are some foods I love, even though, and possibly because they are kind of grim. I, I can't think of any examples right now. Yeah. Have a think about it while we listen to Kirsten talk about Sleep Nemo. Sleep Nemo. Yes. 
Uh, cool dudes, it's wow. Kirsten, Hello. and this That's is loud. my voice and mail feedback on Sleep No Yo, More. Yo, strident. So the short version of this um, voice and mail is, I did not like it, she and I did not group, get it. Yeah, um, yeah which is I don't unusual. I how much more I have to say about that. I do want to say that I've never been stumped by a Doctor Who episode before. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm super smart. But I'm just saying I've never had an issue understanding an episode. But this one threw me for a loop. I have no clue what happened. I have no clue what the resolution was. I don't know if there was a resolution. Um, I didn't get the plan. And I've seen it twice now. Like, I watched it twice because I wanted to give it a fair share. I mean, a fair shake, um, you know, and make sure that it wasn't my confusion that was making me dislike it, which it may still be my confusion making me dislike it. Or maybe I don't like found footage. I've never seen a found footage film. I know I've never seen Blair Witch Project. Weird. It's it's not not representative. um, Maybe I don't like found footage. Maybe um, it's jarring. It was a little jarring, I guess. But I don't mind when the doctor does something different. I mean, the doctor. Doctor (laughs) I don't mind when they do different things. I like it. I like that's the point of Doctor Who. That's like the beauty of Doctor Who is that you can have like a Western episode and a Dalek episode and dinosaurs on a spaceship in the same series. Um, I love that. But this just wasn't for me. Um, I can't say it was a bad episode. Um, It just... Maybe it just wasn't for me. That's, that's just not my type of Doctor Who, I guess. That's entirely Which, fair. I mean, it's pretty mm-hmm. rare that I don't like a Doctor Who episode. So I'm not really complaining. The season has been phenomenal. Um, and so I'm not really sure what to make of this. That's all. I think that's the main point. I don't I don't know what to make of it. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I will bring up a couple things I liked. I liked the space restaurant, space pirate yep. discussion. Oh, that was, that was good, great. Yeah. I and forgot about I really space Florida, the though. Fact that the doctor got angry with Clara for um, naming the monster. <laughs> and I thought the rescue team was really well realized, I mm. guess. Um, I don't know. I liked I thought them. they did it better in um, the lake. I liked the grunt. Um, although I agree with Clara that it's disgusting to mm. create clones as basically it's almost like the idea from new earth where you're creating flesh clones that are just being Mm. used to serve you know non-clones new earth for quite some time creating cures for diseases or being like the front lines of on you know in a battle it's still like the same kind of concept um but I thought it was good. I thought Reese Shearsmith. Yay! Thought he was name. really, really good. Yes. Um, I have no clue what his character motivation was, or what his plan was. Sand. Or <laughs> he got turned into a Sandman, or what? But I did think he was really good in it. I thought he was. He acted well. I just. I don't know. I just didn't get the story. He was sad. But as a anyways, I've been rambling long enough. I hope that you guys got it. And that when I listen to your podcast, I will get it. No. And maybe then I'll like it more. Oh, you'll get it, all right. For now, it's a solid dislike. Which is really sad, because I consider myself a Gatiss fan. And like I said in the Facebook group, Mm. out of eight episodes he's written, I've disliked three of them. 
that's a high failure rate for me because I'm annoyingly positive. So um, I don't know, but can't wait to hear what you guys thought about it. And I'll be sending a next time trailer feedback voice email yes. as well. Um, so look that out did for happen. that. Oh, bye. Goodbye. I mean, it's it's fine to not like. Uh, yeah, so. but like, I we're at the point where I think not getting it is almost the point. Yeah, of the episode. I'm going to look up Gatus's um Doctor Here episode. I always feel like he's someone. I should like his episodes more than I do. I think Kissin's right. He has he has. A, I think he has like a, a a worse success rate than you'd expect him to I think he tries harder than more people than most people to try and marry the modern version of Doctor Who to its previous incarnation yeah and they may may not be as compatible as he wants them to be Uh, the other thing with Gators is he's been in a couple of episodes he didn't write which doesn't help as well yeah. Sometimes um, under weird kind of big chinned Viking space bastard makeup. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm like, just gonna I'm gonna check his um which He one. wasn't the the pseudonym wasn't Rondo Hatton, but it was very yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm just gonna see what he's um You enjoyed my um sand as <laughs> sand as a pan. I did, yeah, that's joke. A, that's um <laughs> It was the wrong time to do that underneath someone else's voicemail. Sorry, Kirsten. Great, IMDb app. It's like I can see that he wrote eight episodes of Doctor Who. Ah, uh, f- oh, that's because you're using the phone version of the IMDb app. Well, yeah. sir, let me uh, let me iPad you up, guy. I reckon one of the other ones. I think Kissin may not have liked Cold War. Cold War. Was, um, this is before I've arrived at it, of course. Um, Unquiet Dead is good, although I always feel like it could be a little bit better. I, I don't know. I've got no problem with that at all. I think in terms of hitting the ground running when they, I think it has. I think when they didn't know what the series was. Yeah, you know, yeah. it is the first historical one. Uh, Idiot's Lantern, I like more than a lot. Oh, I forgot he was a broadside to Danny Boy as well. Uh, in, yes. um, Victory of the Daleks. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Here, I'm looking at his filmography as an actor, of course. Um, let's try writer. Sorry about this, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Eight episodes. Right. You'll kick yourself. You've mentioned the Unquiet Dead. Yeah, I probably could if I had enough time to mention them all, but I just don't want to. Uh, his se- season two one is particularly Idiot's unpopular Landon. with most people. Yeah, which Idiot's I don't Landon. mind at all. No, um, I, the, the, uh, my wife Rachel really likes it. Yeah, Victory of the Daleks, of which course, I of course he likes more than almost everyone else in the world. Yeah. But I acknowledge he's not the best. The, yeah, the previously mentioned Night Terrors, that's which good. is good. That's good. Now I'm trying to guess them by season. So uh, season seven, before I press the button. Thing is, did he do that spooky one with the the Witch of the Well, or whatever the time? The uh, what? Never mind. Okay, in season seven, there's Cold War. Yeah, and the Crimson Horror. Crimson course. Horror is good. Crimson Horror is silly, but great. Fun. Great. Cold War is not that good. Um, Crimson Horror's got Diana Rigg being insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, Crimson Horror was good. I liked it, yeah. The... Now I think of it, it's another Neil Cross one that I'm thinking of. It was... Uh, it looked like a ghost one, but it was actually a... Oh, you a mean Hyde? Hyde? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Sorry. That was good, actually. I think... At the time, I was like, ooh, the ending was a bit funny, but... The more I think about Hyde, the more I like it in retrospect. And, of course, you know Gates is one from season eight. Well, I've pressed it. 
Uh, it's Robot Sherwood. Of course, which is good. Yeah, which, yeah. Sleep No More. So, what are the three Kirsten doesn't like? I'm going Sleep Idiot's no Lantern, Sleep No More, and... Cold War. And Cold War. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let us know if we're correct. Yeah, yeah. Whether we've read you correctly. Yeah. Merg. And uh, I don't know why I said merg there, but there you go. We, and um, Were you trying to invent a new pronunciation for a particular kind of uh, sampling uh, keyboard? Uh, the Moog doesn't sample. No, I'm sorry. That's wrong, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of a melatonin. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Don't you mean the Murgatron? <laughs> the Moog is a kind of analog model. Yeah, right. Anyway, one. Oh, I'm more. sorry, I don't know everything about keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the keyboard's just a peripheral for controlling the synthesizer with. <laughs> one more voicemail. <laughs> Save us. Hello, Joe and Chris. Oh. It is IMB. Yeah. Yay! That's a nice surprise. Yep. <laughs> I'll never get my ass in gear this much. Uh, to record. <laughs> so, uh, as far as uh, Sleep No More goes, you know, this doesn't happen all too often, but Uh-oh. this one was a pretty solid not-like for me. Wow. And it looks like it was that way for a number of other people as well. I was uh, at least on the Facebook group. Um, I think we'll defend it more. So actually had some potential. I mean, I I actually I know a lot of people don't like it, but I, I actually can get into found footage yeah, thriller yeah. type stuff. I I I was one of the few one of the few people of my friends who actually found the Blair Witch uh, Project uh, frightening at the time. Not anymore so much. Uh, and I can get into monsters and in an enclosed space, a la Alien. And uh, I even liked a lot of the production design, mm. but. It was just a shit concept for a monster. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the monsters themselves, though, the, sort of the design of mm. them was freaky enough. They looked pretty. They don't look that good up crazy close. And, and, <laughs> and uh, the, the sound design on their their roars was pretty good. Um, if, if they had had a, a, a decent origin story or a, 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 you know a decent idea for about how, uh, what they were, I think I might have actually been a little frightened. But I just could not get into the plot because I kept thinking, "So, what are these things? <laughs> They're like this eye is the problem basically. I had. Yeah, I mean, monsters. I mean, yeah. There would seem to be a number of potentially terrifying ideas that could come from." The idea of you know fucking with your sleep cycle, plenty of, of of good concepts, but honestly, the question of what could happen to your eye boogers is not one of those <laughs> concepts for me. I just don't, I just don't see it as frightening at all. Um, I guess they, I mean, they had some fright value in their visual design, just just in of itself. I did think they looked freaky enough, but it just, I just wasn't. It just, it just seemed really stupid to me, and so that like was like a house of cards, and everything that was built on top mm-hmm. of that, just nothing else seemed really to have any kind of weight at all because these monsters were made out of eye boogers. Um, <laughs> and the doctor just told us in. Also, the thing yeah, that confused me was I wanted to make sure I was I was understanding that the sleep dust was supposed to somehow communicate. Is that why they were seeing getting a video feed yes. from the sleep dust? Thanks, MB. I, I, I was wondering if I missed something, but it didn't didn't look like that was ever explained. Um, anyway, you, you guys can give me your wisdom on this. I hope there you'll, you'll no wisdom to be had. I did not. Um, you know, I, I, just, I just kept thinking, why couldn't the Morpheus machine just have like turned people into yeah. sleepless zombies? Yeah, you know, look, you can make people look freaky enough. 
uh, much like myself without coffee. <laughs> or even, even if the sleep monsters were sort of just a conglomeration of all the skin cells and oils that your body secretes, like that you go into this machine as a person, you come out as this blob, that would, that would kind of freak me out. Um, I guess that's, I mean, that's basically what happened, but just the idea of it just being sleep, sleep, sleep dust from your eye, I guess, I guess there's too many, like, peaceful connotations with that. And even, even the, the song, they, the, the Sandman song they played, I always, I, I connotate that with, with not, not threatening. <laughs> I, and maybe it's just you know, maybe I just wasn't getting the irony or something. Back to the future part anyway, two. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for the entertainment Aww. you provide every week. Uh, truly do appreciate it, yeah. and uh, stay cool, studs. Talk uh. <laughs> See when MB, um, MB tells me to, I feel like I can believe it. <laughs> yes. I believe it. I'm sorry, I'm getting slightly confused because I have a colleague who has. So I have two colleagues with the same names, and one of their surnames is MB. And so I keep. So I'm used, I'm used to thinking of MB in that person. Gotcha. Context of that person. Not Milton Bradley Games. No. Oh. Nor um, generational Miss, Miss SB. No, that's well, SB. That's SB. But, yeah. God, I'm. She's not cis MB. <laughs> she is cis as far as I know, but she isn't MB. She that's what? MB. <laughs> I'm really tired today. I'm glad MB di- I also picked up on the communications thing. Mm. Yeah, and there was one other thing I was uh, I was going to say was like, am I to understand that the monsters, that the the boogers, the eye boogers could do something? Um, and I can't remember what well, it is. It was now. Just yeah, communicate and so anyway, he got to a point that his that his voicemail made me think of saying anyway. Um, it seems that literally the biggest like point of point of contention and like price of entry for this is iBooker monsters yeah 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 and it's whether kind of you a, accept it I guess not. it's kind of like the, our whole um, victory of the Daleks thing where it's like if you can get over the fact that the new Daleks don't look very good you can probably enjoy this episode yeah uh, but most people couldn't but I it think seems. I think people want more want to offer more in their what's the word uh, criticism yeah. than just they were eye bugger monsters and that's stupid. Yeah. So they look for all these other reasons. So I think it's not that, but it, it, it might be intentionally confusing is is a yeah. problem. And I think MV had the same problem I did where he was so kind of going, what is that? He was so kind of questioning that he never got into the, hmm. the spirit of the thing, which is also why. But yeah, as he was saying, they're a monster for the sake of a monster. Yeah. Like the Morpheus, the new, the new Morpheus pods, they're at Mark II. They aren't the same as the ones before. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they could be doing any old crazy shit yeah. to people. Oh, I think the they other point... They could have just done that. As well is that to introduce all of that and then go, oh, you can create this effect by showing someone an electronic signal. It's like, that can cause the sleep in your eyes to become sentient through mm. an electronic signal. I was saying, what? Is that perhaps not what that is, but then he is all like, oh, you've got something in your eye and dusty yeah. a bit at the end. So it is confusing. I feel like you can't then say also say that the twist at the end is not the truth either, because it's like you know, you can't, <laughs> you can't have a revelation which itself is not true. It's like, that's just <laughs> so meta. <laughs> I can't be dealing with that. Wow. 
that is so meta. It's like what putting sitting down to watch a film, going, "Oh, there's nothing happening," and then people just come into your house and act around you. You know, like this is this is quite a wild ride. <laughs> this is going. I'm just like people come in and like an, you have an adventure with some people. <laughs> yeah, it sounds quite exciting. Yeah, yeah. There are some actors. I don't know about you, I think Michael Cera is the one people mentioned that they reckon that he's not an actual actor, he just kind of wandered into a set one day, got mistaken for an actor, and he's just kind of played along ever since, and he's like, I can't get out of this line now. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are, I was going to say those are people who've never seen Youth in Revolt, but then I've never seen Youth in Revolt <laughs> either, so I can't actually make that claim. Yeah. Wow, well, there you go, trying to be all high and mighty. <laughs> I have seen Nick More and Nora's like Infinite Playlist, and, and it's it's pure hipster tedium. Yeah, it's I actually funny. quite liked. I feel like a lot of people. I, I can see why people didn't like This Is the End, but I thought it was really funny. And he plays like a, an, a he plays like a an, an, a very um, yeah against type version of himself. In I, I wasn't keen on This Is the End. Either, that's, but fine, that's fine. But you know, I, you it's know. one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, as for this episode, I I think that. Those were eye booger monsters, and that stupid is enough of a valid criticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You to not like anything. I, I think going well for me, it was that, and I don't see how the found footage aspect is really badly done. Because mm. like the biggest problem in the found footage is why do you have this? Why are people recording it? You know, what does this add? Yeah, and there are. I would say I'm going to just list some found footage films that I enjoyed. Cloak the Field. Okay, yep. Um, I like Grave Encounters and Grave have Encounters you, too, as we've... Uh, how do you spell that? Uh, <laughs> anyway. B-R... Oh, B-R... She said Burlap. Sorry, oh, I'm just putting my shoes back on. Oh, I can tell. Um, that's fine. Um, uh, uh, Grave Encounters 1 and 2. Yeah, so, yeah. Because they've, they've got some weird ideas, even though they're yeah. not scary in the, in the slightest. They have, they have them. They have jumps. The first one has its moments. The second one is not really scary at all. Um... You ever seen Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two? I have not. It's crazy. I've heard that, and uh, of course, Wreck and Wreck Two are oh fucking hell, probably the best fan footage films that I've seen. I've heard good things about the Bay too, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I didn't uh, even know that was fan footage. Uh, yeah. Again, all I knew about the Bay was water. Yeah, and their their uh, advertising campaign from Twitter, which I now can't, I talked to you about, but I can't remember if it was on the podcast or not. I'm no, going to assume so. that it was. Oh, okay. But you know what? Let's stop. Wait, uh, people don't need to hear about it. No, it's fine. Um, is that all the feedback? Yeah, apart from Kirsten's next time. Oh, yeah, feedback, which, which we'll... we'll talk about next time. Yeah, not next time, but when we talk about the yeah, next time in a little bit, in um, a little while. Are you are you running out of no, time? No, no, no. I'm okay actually. It's not enough time. Bloody hell. <laughs> Yeah, if you rewatch those lately? Yeah, I have actually. I shared them too. Should we at yeah. least say, "Don't hug me, I'm scared"? In case there are people who have no clue what yeah. you're doing. Don't hug me, I'm scared. Is described as on Wikipedia. My fat mate, who I later showed these to, read it out. She was like, "Oh, it says it's a comedy musical horror, a viral video series." I was like, "That is pretty much what it is." It yeah. becomes increasingly a psychological horror. Yes. <laughs> have you seen episode them? five? No. Oh God. Uh-oh. Oh, sweet Jesus. I think I sense what's going to happen after we finish here. Yeah. Okay. Well, just be warned that it goes places. Hmm. Yeah. Well, some of those places are featured digital style. You may not want to go to all of the places, but, you know, that's the risk you take. <laughs> Crumbs. Um. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Sleep dust body booger monsters is a problem. Yeah. And you think, well, they, could you do it with just sort of mutated humans? And you go, well, that loses a lot of the found footage aspect because of how the dust does thing. You go... I'm not sure that revelation does, actually adds very much no. to the story, though. That's the thing. And where... So what has come first? Does the notion of doing a found footage episode come first? Because that's probably not the right way to do it. No. Or have you had an episode and gone, actually, yeah. I think what would serve this is found footage. Because it seems like it's a it exists to make the found footage thing be a thing. Yeah. Thing, 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 thing. I don't feel like, like either way around it's um, particular... And it doesn't sound like it was the best idea either way around. But, like, Kirsten, I really like when it tries to do something Exactly, new, like, something you well, can't like all of them. There's no. another one next week. Uh, if that you're unlucky, if you're unlucky, you can not like quite a lot of them in a row. Yeah. And then, well, almost an entire season. Who knows? I remember when I was... Yeah, I think season... Series two mm. of Tenant, I think I found, is probably got. I mean, it's got some good episodes in it, obviously. When you say series two of Tenant, do you mean his first series or his second? Is it his, Rose or Martha? Uh, Rose. Right, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah series, towards the yeah, end yeah, where yeah. it starts getting torturous. Yeah, yeah. But then they have Army of Ghost Doomsday, which is actually pretty good. It's, yeah. It's full of a lot of stuff I'm not so keen about of the era, but it's obvious. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, and then they're stuck between realities with a wall and stuff like that. Yeah. And Murray Gold pulls an amazing tune out of nowhere. Yeah, and I really well, he pulls it a little bit out of a little bit of Twenty Eight Days Later again. Yeah, but a quieter bit. Yeah, because John Murphy must be really pissed off. So many people have nicked that. Including whoever got paid to do the Masters of Horror theme tune, which yeah, is exactly yeah. the same. Um, I was going to say it's like Hans Zimmer and the brah, but he probably didn't write that anyway. Well, so. he didn't write brah. You know the uh, the Inception brah, which is all mm. over the fucking place. Yeah. Slightly less so now, but there was a time when it was everywhere. Well, that's true. Oh, dear. Uh, I'm done, guys. This is not a musical uh, podcast. <laughs> but um, it despite is a the musical, part. despite the number of times we often play instruments during yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So I play some guitar. No, it will clash with the music in the background. Yeah, play some fair. guitar in a bit. All right, all right, guys. Bye. Uh, well, yeah. yeah well, we'll so we'll stick around because we will talk about next week's episode after this. Otherwise, bye bye. Bye. I'm going to play some guitar now. All right, then. That's okay. No, I can't. Yes, yes, I can. What shall I play? I don't know. Oh, man. You're the Sandman? Um, Seb taught me, and now it's because my... Um, actually, that's not a bad idea. Ah. Is that how you're doing the actual opening? Yeah, yeah. May I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not how you think it goes? It goes... Open strings, guy. Yeah, yeah. And then after a while, it's a room up, slide up to yeah. the seventh fret there. Where and then it, cut it just goes. 
with yeah. what? That's how I'm... You whammy-barred my uh, acoustic. Yeah, yeah, but of course... I could kind of not it holds up to an acoustic interpretation like this. Um, there was a point where I could kind of not really not amazing but I could kind of play the solo to Enter Sandman and that was a point where I was probably I need a whammy pedal it was probably about the best I ever <laughs> was at guitar wow, you know? yeah, sorry. yeah I understand um, but also um, I also get this thing said yes it's uh, the, the desire to play the um, the major key version but <laughs> get like a <laughs> so he's quite jolly sounds like he's going to be the lemon heads yeah yeah I just can't think of a band that would use power chords but on an acoustic guitar and yeah, actually yeah. Lemonheads kind of came straight away. Lemonheads is a, good, uh, is a good shout. But like a guy did that oh, I found it. Fred. This is how long ago this was. The guy uh, did it on his um, mm. I found a MySpace page where he did Major Metallica and mm. I was like oh I understand man's actually really nice. Like, nothing else matters it's not quite as good but you just do like <laughs> Yeah. Start sounding like Cavatina from the yeah, Deer Hunter yeah, yeah. played by John Williams not that John Williams a different John Williams yeah um so that was some that was some anyway I think I think we're definitely back by now yeah yeah we're, we're super back okay um so I thought remember I said before there was potential for it being a two-part because of the title of this one yeah. the title of this one is Face the Raven yeah and the other one was Sleep No More and I realise it's not quite Nevermore yeah, from yeah, The yeah, Raven yeah. yeah but the notion of you know not being any more and then there being a raven, raven. in this yeah, one yeah, yeah. I thought was potentially but as far as I can tell this seems completely unrelated <laughs> What a thing is that I know one other thing about this episode which is I double checked and the the trailer does not make that clear so uh, I okay. can't talk about it. Well you can tell me off, off oh, I, well, well I will Good do So it's got a friend of Clara's we're to believe uh, We know uh, who that is Do we? Yeah I cannot remember Flatline Oh It's yeah, Riggsy Yeah of wide. Sorry yes um, He's back Yeah and he's got a mysterious tattoo That's good I really like Flatline yeah, well, apparently not enough to remember anyone from. It. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah, because it's not clear. She says Riggsy in it, but that's yeah, it. It's yeah, not yeah, clear yeah. that it's him. Yeah, and is you know we haven't seen it again for quite yeah, some yeah, time. Yeah, so don't feel bad about. So that, he's got a tattoo that says three five seven, I think. Or I think it's five three seven. It's got the le- it's got the numbers three five and seven in it mm. in some order. Um, they don't know what's going on with that. He's like, oh, this is your and wife. Then, then. And again, we just, it looks like 537 to us. It could be any, it could be other things that just look like that. Yes, indeed. As well. It's like the TARDIS is translating it. Mm. Um, and there's some kind of olden times, like, I guess sort of maybe like there's, 17th century, like. Yeah, there's a very Dickensian, yeah, sort of pre Dickensian London yeah. business going on. But there's some modern stuff as well, clearly, because of Riggsy. Yeah. But then there's some kind of raven that maybe kills people, or mm. that it probably isn't a raven. Yeah. I have no you idea have what to, to think about raven. this one. I'm looking at it going, this could be terrible. I, think I can't tell. 
I can't remember if there's another one of the ones from our other female writer this year. I'm going to look that up quickly uh, in a way that I wish I'd done much faster. That happens in the trailer, because all I'm getting is Rigsy and his tattoos, and the doctor says he's going to die, and then there's there's not medieval, but kind of... Yeah, um, but I get something very big from the trailer. Ooh, is it an an erection? (laughs) No, no, that hasn't happened. But but that's very, very kind of you to say. Um, yeah, Sarah Dollard is the writer of it. Who wrote? Uh, she was you, me, and the apocalypse is mostly written by a guy called Ian Holland. Yeah, but yeah. like, there's a couple of episodes written by other people, and Sarah Dollard oh. is one of them. I may not have seen an episode by her, but I've, no, I've watched three now. Yeah. But... It's good, isn't it? Yeah. It did is you good. enjoy the erotic odyssey? <laughs> Yes, I did. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your Odyssey. Thank you. And I've, I've come across Nick Offerman, and he was um, oh. an interesting character. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, before we turn this into <laughs> you, me, and the Apocalypse uh, podcast, that was yeah. the word I was after. Yeah, you the know, podcast the thing we're doing the right now. The <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Where do you think we are, Chris? Um, I wonder if Kirsten will bring this up in her feedback as well. But Why don't we remember, play that just in case? Well, do you remember there was this theory that... This was the doctor coming back to hang out with Clara yeah, yeah. after she died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I now feel there might be slightly more in it because the doctor looks different in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, on BBC One, we have uh, they show they have very specific Doctor Who themed idents. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have their own. They have normal BBC One idents that they've put the Doctor into and one of them is like a first person shot of him fiddling with like some controls and he goes and he fizzes yeah, him yeah, out yeah. and they go oh that's that's good but like he's it's got his eight, he's yeah. got his series 8 hair yeah well I think he's got his series 8 hair and costume in oh, this one as well he got like the old, he's the, got like that the, button the, up yeah. no tie shirt and he's got the jacket on with the red it, Interior, yeah, though, I mean yeah. that's the jacket he's still wearing in the others, yeah. but uh, but over like hoodies and jumpers and stuff like that. Here he is dressed as season eight, series eight. It's weird. I feel like he's, his costume has changed a bunch, and I haven't really picked up on it that much apart yeah. from his starry t-shirt, which he wears a lot. Yeah, which I like actually. It is nice. Yeah, but it's like towards the end of Matt Smith, he started changing the costume a lot, and I didn't really pick up on all the. And a, different changes and I've certainly they've tamed his hair in this yeah. and w- weirdly now I think of Flatline I'm sure it was just a continuity issue but do you remember at one point in Flatline he showed up and he clearly had a haircut <laughs> yeah. somewhere else yeah. I don't think they're going to merge the events of Flatline into this however we did have that um, in fact the um, the uh, the angels one, yeah, with the the jacket, the jacket, and that did come back. That was the... that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, he weren't. He's not the only one who spotted it, but Doctor E. Chris from the Farrow Chris Chris from the Farrow's project. Yeah, noticed it like on first viewing. Yeah, and I was like, that's a continuity thing. He's like, nope, that's a thing, and yeah. he was spot on. It was, yeah, it was very impressive. So anyway, should we hear what Kirsten has to say? Yes, I shall again. Fire up my fire up the wow, roof. We're so professional. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I know, uh, I know. It's me as well. I'm uh, an. Un- I can't even remember the names of basic things, dude. It's like Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think getting Spider-Man and Superman confused when you're talking quickly about stuff is yeah. not the worst thing to ever happen. No, no, no. In the same way that you can get Batman and Twatman mixed up. <laughs> I hate Except that you fucking... can't because they are one and the same. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I hate that fucking twat. <laughs> oh, it's the twat. <laughs> oh, twatty. We kill the twat. <laughs> oh, ter- accidental terrible twat. That sounds like, almost like some <coughs> very, very... Very laddish. Hot, horrible banter, yeah. It's like, we're going to do that, we're going to kill the twat. Man. I'm going to destroy that. <laughs> oh, dear. God. Kirsten, save us. <laughs> save us from blokiness. Please, I need to press the button. Hey, cool dudes, it's right. Kirsten, and here is cool, my voicemail feedback uh, about the next time trailer definitely um, for Face the Raven. I just wanted to say that I'm very excited about this episode. Mm. I am looking forward to seeing. Yeah. And oh. I really liked Riggsy and Fl- I liked Flatline a lot, and I really liked Riggsy. That so wasn't I think us. It's really <laughs> for him to be back. Um, it looks like the stakes are going to be really high for Clara, which is cool. Um, plus, the whole secret area of London thing has sort of a magical vibe, which I know not everyone's cool with because this is a sci-fi show. But I'm a big Harry Potter fan, and it kind of reminds me of <laughs> the same kind of principle as Diagon Alley, which, you know, I'm not against. And it looks really cool and magical, so I know it's probably not going to be magical. It's going to be scientific and stuff, but... Probably will still be magical, know, really. But yeah, yeah. it just, I don't know, the aesthetics are really cool. So it looks like it's going to be an awesome looking episode and hopefully the story will be as awesome as I think it will be so um that's all I really wanted to say and and that's that's it for now bye right I'm gonna beep a bit of that and we are gonna refer to it okay because I'm fairly certain that was not in the trailer because I looked again right that was gonna be the thing that you told me I presume uh yes yeah so let's um there's no my speaker off noise lovely so yeah it might be alright then this episode I will wait and but yeah um I face the raven very in (laughs) face the raven face the raven as if the smiths were even weird face the raven face the raven face the raven no just stop (laughs) so I'm fascinated by that um decision like maybe he's just got oh it's time to get sensible again and yeah. put on my old school clothes. Yeah. And, you know, I know one thing about the episode after it. Oh. But that's all. Interesting. Um, Fun times ahead, I guess. I guess so. Well, we'll, we'll wait and see. I can't believe it's nine episodes through. Basically, there's a way of describing that I was looking forward to on episode zero that we never did. To, I was yeah. going to describe a thing about the episode after next. Yeah. Which I, I will do again when we're not recording. Okay. Um, I can't believe so, we're nine episodes in, as I just said. Um, yeah, yes, I'm sorry. We're coming close to the, uh, uh, yeah, close yeah, to the yeah. end. Although yes. we are talking about keeping mm. Thursday as a recording day, maybe for Joe and Chris, n- maybe for yeah. other things. That can, well, that can still be Joe and Chris, but in a different yeah, yeah, form. Yeah. Yes, yes, in a different form. I mean, Ooh. maybe we'd have to do it every week, but maybe it'd be good to have some um, actual uh, structure and, uh, yeah, you know, make, force ourselves to do it. But we'll see, we'll see. And that's the thing, uh, never mind. Lots of stuff. Face the Raven. Hey, looking good. 
Yeah. I guess we'll do... I'm feeling more excited now. Yeah, it's been a real easy run this year. Yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, there this is a good p- bit weird getting to this one, where it was like we had six episodes in a row that I was like, yeah, that was that was pretty good all yeah. in all. And then going, this no, one, I'll I'll tell I don't you know what I made of this shit. I've, I've, I've really enjoyed this year. Now. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I, I didn't... I, I stopped being overly cautious back in the day. It was yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to go, oh, I think it'll be good. Let's just wait and see if it is good. Turns yeah. out it's been good. It has been good this year, yeah. Uh, right. Um, see you next week, folks, for everything and including that the extra information that we beeped out of her. Uh, you could put it right at the beginning of next week. <laughs> <laughs> what, me? No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> see you later, guys. Okay. Oh, are we gone? Yeah, 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 we're gone. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.